Yo, what's good? Welcome back to another episode. I don't know, though. This is Avery Mason. I'm here with Phil Hunt. And uh, first things first, you know, I'll be honest with you, I'm thinking about changing my name <laughs> back to the OG. <laughs> Cause, uh, Why are you JV your name? Because, you know, yesterday, you know, I was doing a spot at LOL and, you know, Quan Wiggins, friend of the show, brings me up and he's like, you give it up for Kevin Mason. And I'm like, you just telling these niggas my government? He's like, oh, my bad, Avery. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, maybe I should just go back to Kevin. Um, yeah. It was it was a it was a it was a time when I was working more on TV. I felt it like it'd be better to separate uh, the two. But I well, you're know. one and the same now. Yeah. I think you're big enough, you know, after being on Power Punisher, all these things. Only actor to be in the Marvel and DC world, and die in both. I'm sure. Sure did. But uh, yeah, you're big enough that I think now it's one. Only the only people that know you are people who knew you from. Before Ten all that years stuff. ago, essentially. So yeah, I think it's fine. Just you know, we revert to our our habits, you know. Yeah. And our habit is, hey, what's up, Kev? Yeah. And Easy. You big Kev comedy. You you had that brand down solid. So the switch yeah. is kind of like, oops. Yeah. And I mean, I catch myself now being like, Kev. oh yeah, he's Avery. Avery. Uh. Yeah. You if know. y'all go back to the earlier episodes of this podcast, uh, you will hear Phil call me Kev a couple times, and then he's like, I gotta keep, I gotta call you Avery. So many outside. people aren't their real name, which that's actually one of the funniest things I heard. I always said, I think I heard Carlos Miller say this. Uh, he was talking about being real, which for those of you listening, Carlos Miller is very funny. Eighty five South, eighty five South show. Uh, he was talking about being real and how people are. Man, you know, I want to be in comedy. I want to be real. You know, you got to be real. And he goes, man, these motherfuckers ain't even going by their real name of like, <laughs> you're in show business. This is a fake business. Yeah. So DC how you going to be Fly. real in a fake business? It Chico, doesn't, Chico doesn't make sense that you would try to be real in a fake business. And I mean, we meet those, you know, early on comedians that you're just like, where do you think you are? Yeah. That it's like, yeah, man, this is entertainment. Uh, Everything said is being taken personal. But no, I think about that for this week for Jamie Foxx. That I think has been very funny watching the, you know, trials and tribulations of Jamie oh, Foxx. Yeah. Which I'm happy he's all healed up. Yeah, what was One of the best entertainers. But watching, watching people react to the news that it's like, Okay, it looks like he had some sort of stroke or medical issue. Mm. You know, prayers up is all you should really be saying. But then you got people, conspiracy theories coming in. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, if Jamie Foxx is all right, then he should come outside and show us. And it's like, his daughter told you. He's fine. He's fine. And at home recovering. Do you know what at home recovering means? I don't think a lot of people do. He's not posting. That means he's at home recovering. He's watching all this shit laughing. So, you know, yeah, you had the public being like, well, come outside. And then niggas really got beside themselves when they, when I think his daughter announced, he, you know, he's playing pickleball. Mm-hmm. And first off, black people don't even know what pickleball is. I don't know what pickleball so is. So we was like, did Jamie ain't play? He don't do that. I know Jamie, and that's the problem. Yeah, you don't know Jamie, cause if you know Jamie, you know that ain't even Jamie's real name. 
No, it's not his real name. <laughs> He's from Texas, right? Name, his name is Eric Bishop, folks. From Texas. Do you, do you know why he changed, picked Jamie Foxx? Uh, I, I, so that's a pretty good story. I think I heard it had something to do with um, he was singing. Or something to, no. Was, or was it comedy? No. Ahead, See, you don't know Jamie Foxx. I don't. I wish <laughs> I had a buzzer on here. Oh, I said I, I don't know, though. That's why I always so, say that. Not sure. He said, and this is according to him, because I'm sure the lady comedians from nowadays would act like this story isn't true. Mm -hmm. But he said back in the day when he first started doing stand-up comedy, he noticed that the women would get more time on stage. So he, he picked a unisex name, Jane. That could be a male, it could be a girl. Fox, his name is Eric Bishop. I mean, this is Googleable. I'm not snitching. That's a great I'm not name. Giving up his government. His name is Eric Bishop. It's a great name to pick. But Jamie Foxx sound like a bigger star than Eric Bishop, don't it? Yeah. But yeah, that's what's been funny is watching people pretend like they know him. So you know, for three weeks, black people scream, "If you alive, Jamie, come give us a sign, please, Lord!" And then Jamie comes out this week. He said he found someone's purse. He waved. Yeah. yeah, there was some sort of story there, but he waved before that. Yeah. He waved. He had his sunglasses on. He looked a black t-shirt tight. He looked like Jamie Foxx. And what did black people do? That ain't him. He don't wave like that. <laughs> uh, they won't believe anything. You, you can show people in their face and they still won't believe it. People know? are so plugged into what they don't know is what I'm starting to realize and that to me makes me laugh do you know who damar hamlin is i do know who the damar hamlin player, is from, right? from the buffalo bills he had uh, a he mm -hmm. had a heart cardiac uh attack on the field on while the playing field against yeah. the uh Bengals. if you remember earlier this season the yeah. game stopped but i said that to say same thing with him mm. remember when he collapsed on the field like two weeks later he was up in the sky box and he looked at the camera and waved and what did black people say? What did it say? That ain't him. He don't wave like that. <laughs> so. What's this, going on in the Bills organization? This week, he did a um, he did a speech at the ESPYs. I saw that. And you saw some people. That ain't him. He don't talk like that. <laughs> oh, wait. So they think the robots have already taken over? That's the AI. Something are... like that. It's just, and that's the funny thing, which, you know, Malcolm X years ago said, he told black people, you know, entertainers are not leaders. But I can tell that's true that we believe entertainers are leaders by the rumors we spread that it's like they clone Jamie Foxx. Okay, let's say I'm following your conspiracy theory. Mm hmm. For what purpose have they cloned Jamie Foxx? To help promote his movie, they cloned Tyrone. <laughs> right. It's just coming out. Right. The way to promote Which even it. he posted, or probably his assistant posted, yeah. you know, they did clone Tyrone. They have not cloned me because yeah. it's just like, where is this coming from? I don't know. What purpose do y'all think a clone Jamie Foxx could carry out? These people... A new album with Kanye? I want Slow Jam Part 2. Part 3, yeah. And, and then with DeMar Hamlin, you go, again. Yeah. <laughs> what, what purpose is cloning a random... Is he a wide receiver, I think? I'm going to take it back to Tuskegee. Ever since Tuskegee, black folks have not believed anything <laughs> white folks have told us. Just put this in your ass. It'll help you get through the season. Girl, Flu season. Now, now, what they got in common? 
football <laughs> any given Sunday. There you go. Oh, no. They getting LL Cool J. LL. There you go. Yeah, LL Waves. Girl. Hmm. That ain't him. He don't even wave like that. <laughs> what black person you know wave like this? <laughs> I, wish I wish y'all could see his waving. <laughs> you know, it's interesting where two plugged in. Nah, they, just, they just gonna pull up old episodes of NCIS and compare the waves. Look, look how he's waving in this Instagram post. Look at NCIS here. Watch. Look how was, LL waves. I was watching. Uh, <laughs> I was watching. Nope. Have you seen Nope? It's on my to-do list. The Jordan Peele movie. Yeah. So I wanted to complete the trilogy. You know, get out. Oh, you watched Us? Oh, man, I don't like I watched movies. Us. Well, you know, his are more sci-fi kind of thriller movies than they are straight-up horror movies. I feel like horror movies involve a lot more blood. There was almost no blood in Get Out. It's mm. not like anyone got beat, mostly. And then <laughs> and even in Us, there was really... Other than the uh, red-suited Lupita grabbing the scissors, there was no blood. It was just kind of intended harm. And that's the interesting thing about the movies he's been making, which I'll say with Jordan Peele, that you watch Key and Peele, which is probably the best sketch show since Chappelle's show. Yeah. But you you just didn't see him going into horror. No, nah, that, that was a turn. Crazy turn of events that you're like, whoa. Wait, so Nope, 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 doing horror. nope was a horror movie too. It looked like nope it was, was more of a thriller sci-fi than it was horror. Okay. Which the other two more so border on horror. But again, thriller sci-fi more so because you go, who got murdered really? Bodies got snatched and get out, but no one got murdered. No one got murked. Oh, man. No murder, no murkness. But I said that to say, watching Nope. And I mean, I'm an hour in and I'm kind of scratching my head like, <laughs> yo, which actually your girl that we talked about last week, Kiki Palmer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because it's not really a lot of extras. They're out in the desert. And what's my man that he uses? Steven a lot. He, no, he. Yeah, he's great in The Walking Dead. I love him as an actor. Yeah. He was Glenn in The Walking Dead, for those of you that remember, but. No, Daniel Kalu. I don't know how. Kaluuya, Kaluuya. I'm not good with his. No, you good, Daniel. You're, you're inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. we'll talk about the strike later. Yeah, yeah. You get there. Daniel Kaluuya okay. is, you know, the main character, so he likes him as an actor because he's also starting Get Out. Yeah. But I said that to say, you know, <laughs> I'm an hour in going. Oh, I think I get it, <laughs> but I don't really quite get it. So what was it? Did you so it's about aliens, but then I'm gonna tell you. I had an idea of what it's about. My first idea was Kiki Palmer's character comes running on the screen when she's first introduced, and she kind of just yells at Kaluuya's character about, you know, yo, you mad old school. Put the shit on Instagram. Take the picture. Do this. Upload that. Send it over here. Do that. Mm -hmm. And she's doing that for, he ran like a horse racing business. Well, not a horse racing, but raising business of horses and then the yeah, horses breeder. were rented out into Hollywood to use for movies. Okay. So she's kind of coming from that angle and I'm going, this has something to do with our need to be seen or feel involved. So then after I watched it, and I mean, it's like an hour, 20 minutes and you go, I'm still scratching my motherfucking head. <laughs> I Googled and they were talking about spectacle. Because okay. the spaceship is above, but Kaluuya kind of reveals at some point, hey, 
All you have to do is not look at it directly. But everyone looks at it directly. And it takes you when you look at it directly. So, like, even they at some point called this famous director of documentaries. White guy looks the part. And he's like, I, I can't do it. I'm not doing no spaceship documentary. That's bullshit. Those don't exist. Blah, blah, blah. So after the second call, he's more convinced. So then by the third, he just shows up. But he has to get the closer shot always. Closer. Closer. Mm. Closer. I'm seeing that with social media. That mm. it's a spectacle people can't turn off. People feel like they know everything, but at some point it's like, just run. Yeah. And don't look at it. After about two hours on social media, you think you're caught up with the world just news and run. world events. Jamie, yeah. What are they saying with Jamie Foxx? First it was come outside. Yeah. He came outside. Wave. You're not waving. Why is he, he not wa- waving? He waved. He don't wave like that. That ain't him. Closer. People always need to get closer. And like I said, the director got closer. He got the very close shot he wanted, Mm -hmm. and it sucked him up. And it's like, you got too close. Why you couldn't just get that shot from across the street? Yeah, no, that's true. So, yeah. I might have to check it out now, because I was going to skip it. I ain't going to hold you. I was going to skip it, because I'm like, eh. Well, well, like I said, he kind of leaves you much like us, which I don't feel like there was a, a lot of mystery with us or get out there wasn't a lot of mystery with get out he kind of made it clear of what he was painting which was you know we don't really need a monster racism is a monster and that you know essentially these white people love your black body but they don't love your brain and your autonomy meaning yeah we have to control your thoughts vote for obama you know Mm -hmm. if you ever talk to a liberal white person and you tell them i didn't vote for obama what? They'll fucking their brain alike because they love they love you for you notice the uh what's the the gardens keeper or the groundskeeper in yeah. that movie? Remember he did the run? Yeah. How fast he was and remember the white guy in that movie kept talking about I think it was was it Carl Lewis or Jesse Owens? Carl Lewis. And how he went to see him and he's so fast and just oh man, I love so they love what you can do on the court, but if you come off that court yeah. and give them a thought, yep. you know. They'll call the cops on you quick. Go, wait, wait, wait a minute. So that that was very clearly and then us, I feel like was more so about classism. That, you know, certain people have to live underground and those underground hate those who are above ground. Uh so the same my grandmother used to say all the time, which, you know, it's a little crass, but my grandmother was a uh, Black woman, OG, yeah. A black woman from racist Memphis, Tennessee in the 60s. And she say, there's nothing a nigga with a nickel hates like a nigga with a dime. <laughs> and that was kind of what I feel like us was about. Because if you notice the red suited characters, you know, they look just like Lupita and yeah. uh, what was my guy's name in that? Winston Duke. You see, you're good for knowing yeah. those SAG members because y'all have the meetings. Yeah, yeah, no. I'll be, well, he's also from Trinidad, and my family is too. But so this was yeah. interesting because, <laughs> like I'm These saying, once you really do the math, you're like, yeah, they could have just left that town. Yeah. At some point, um, the character uh, we just described, Glenn uh, from Walking Dead, I forget his real name. Yeah, Stephen Young, you had it. He, in like a very um, come one, come all kind of way, 
Remember old school when they would have a tent? Come yeah. on, come on and see the amazing. He sells the spaceship. Hey guys, it's coming on Friday at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, a whole crowd shows up. They sit there. He tells them, "Don't look up." They look up. The spaceship takes all of them. Well, what's the happening to them when they go in the spaceship? They get eaten. Who cares? Even <laughs> the, just, the whole point is just, that don't look up. This thing is dangerous, and like I'm saying with Jamie Foxx, that you know. One week, the daughter's telling you he's alive and fine. And that was all they asked for at first. Is he okay? How's he doing? Yeah. The daughter shows up. They attack the daughter. If he's okay, then show us him. Why, and you go, why do y'all think his daughter would be lying to y'all? But this is what I'm saying. People constantly need to get closer and closer and closer. Everybody so, wants the truth. I'll spell this out for you because this is kind of happening in real time. Um, there's a girl who went missing. Let me see. What is her name? Was it the Was it the black Have girl from the this? HBCU? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I don't know the whole story, but I, I saw the picture and I'm like, who's this and why she's been found safe? So what Carly happened? Russell, that is this woman's name. Um, and they said she like there was a baby on the side of the road, and I guess she went to check on it and went missing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And was on the phone with like a family member when she went missing. Yeah. But this is what I wanted to point out to you that. Yesterday, so what is today? Let's give them a date. Today is the 16th on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, this information kind of came to us. And it's interesting that in real time now, you're being able to see these cases that people won't sit still and wait on the facts. So much like I'm saying here with the thing of the spectacle in the sky, people have to constantly get closer. Oh, the girl went home. Which, however she got home, she's safe. People should be happy. No, there's more to the story. Especially the people that are defending her. Because some people are starting to let on and go, this story didn't make any damn sense. She's lying. And people are pissed. Because they spent all day. They were day. so invested. They spent in all day yesterday. Yeah, scrolling. See, yeah. black women need to be protected. And we're not followed. And people don't. And then, you know. And then, and then, and then, and and they said the sex trafficking. And then, and then, and then, and They needed to fit their narrative so bad. But this is what's interesting. So now this is the last thing I read. And this is what I'm saying. So this woman tweeted. And her name is Harriet Eve Nine on Twitter. Which I follow her. And she's, you know cute black woman who she's always very socially aware and she's always communicating in real time but however this post is exactly what I'm talking about so it starts with hashtag Carly Russell returned to her family over 12 hours ago after a 48 hour nationwide manhunt and there's no news conference scheduled by the Hoover or Birmingham Police Department question mark what are they hiding Millions were touched by Carly's story, and they have valid questions about her disappearance. Now, here's two or three things I'm off. One is, I don't believe there was no nationwide manhunt. I believe that is all in your mind, and mm-hmm. you need to log out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because I casually, Saturday, between shows and whatever else, the hell else I was doing, peeked at this story. There's no nationwide. You care on Twitter and black Twitter specifically. What are they hiding? It's like you're not an investigator. You're not going to overturn whatever they're hiding. You know, I would gather while you're very loud on Twitter. If I knocked on your door and said, come out here, let help me look for you. You'd be like, no, no. 
So to me, again, people are trying to get closer and closer to something that has nothing to do with them. Well, like you said, I'll agree that there are times when people just need to log out the... I don't even know about the story. That's how to tell you it's not nationwide. When you're when you're mag when you put a magnifying glass on something that's important to you, then that becomes well. Why isn't this all over? I'm like, if this happened in Birmingham, I mean, I live in New York. Not to say that she's not important, but I don't really care. And then they found her, and now it's like, okay, so there was a girl from New York here. The same thing happened to. She went missing in the yeah. Bronx. Fourteen years old, ran off. Turned, Made up a whole story. She turned, didn't run off. No, she turned up at a military base, didn't she? Was I that think her? we're talking about two different okay, girls. Well, anyway, she went and disappeared, and they were like, she might have, there's been sex trafficking. There was a and girl who, in Honduras, this was a few years ago, for those of you listening, her name was Carol Sanchez. And the yes, from the, Bronx, right? the same thing kind of happened. You know, a car pulled up, she was snatched inside the car. Mm-hmm. You know, after 18 hours, it was revealed to be that was her boyfriend. Yeah. Her mother was moving back to Honduras. And she didn't want to go. And she didn't want to go. Yeah. So she made up this whole story. And, you know, everyone with this sex tra- trafficking narrative went with that. That's sex trafficking. You know, and it's just like, no. You know, it's funny about you, that. You got to wait a little bit. Just to reinforce your point, people went on her Facebook and her Twitter and were like trying to piece together clues about the geolocation from uh-huh. so where she tweeted from. Look when she said this, it was a cry for help. And uh-huh. It's like, you guys, you, you, you let the professionals do their job. I mean, sometimes you're right, but sometimes go watch Netflix, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. get off. Um, and that's the thing that police were kind of saying. Okay, like, well, let's if do there our was job. a baby on the side of the road and there was no reported babies missing, so... This all seemed a little... And then, like, someone else was saying, so the kidnappers just saw that you were looking for her and then dropped her back off at home. Yeah. So there's things that's not adding up. Somebody, I'm not going to go as far as to say she's lying. I'm going to say it doesn't add up and it's not making sense, but we got to wait Yeah. let the blanks be filled in, but people aren't waiting, and that's why I'm saying back to the George Peel movie note that... The spaceship is there, and you start figuring out it comes every Friday at 7 o'clock. You going to sit there and wait on it? <laughs> You've seen what it does to other people. So for this, I would say, like, okay, Tasha K. that, for those of you listening, Tasha K. is a, how do we say, YouTube blogger? YouTuber. Just a YouTuber. Gossiper kind of person, more in that Wendy Williams lane. Yeah, YouTube. But I said that to say, you know... Uh, she kept saying something about Cardi B having an STD on her show. And Cardi B sent her a cease and desist. Hey, legally, yeah. this isn't something you can keep sitting on your show saying. And she kept doing it. She kept doing it. And now that lady is bankrupt and owed Cardi B millions of dollars. Yeah, got her whole YouTube channel shut down. So I said to the say, you have enough examples of people who have got sucked up by the spaceship. That you would think people would kind of go, okay, the spaceship comes every week at 7, but I don't want to be involved. But there's a narrative that people want to believe. Like, nah, the spaceship ain't going to suck us up. They, that's just a st- Go see for yourself. It'll be fine. And you'll come home. And that's the, that's the problem. And the truth is, these girls, they probably just ran away to be with their boyfriends. And, you know, they're embarrassed now. Every, the, the shit went viral. Everybody knows about the story. And it's just like, hey, they just ran away from home. It was, it was that's a kid thing. You know, kid. Whether she lied or not, we're yeah. happy she's home yeah. and alive. So everybody just kind of take a seat, relax on your narrative or whatever. But like I said, it's like I wasn't that heavily. And, and you, 
with these people, you go. I just y'all keep trying to sit closer and closer to the spaceship. It's gonna suck you up. You're gonna owe Cardi B money well, eventually. You're gonna be bankrupt because you're so invested. The truth is in things uh, you don't quite understand. In Jamie Foxx, you don't know him. I believe most people. If I ask them on the street, what's Jamie Foxx's real name? They couldn't tell me. You mean that's not his real name? Oh, but you know he don't wave like that. I, I think. That social media has made people cynical, which is why people do that. They they see that a think piece or someone they consider to be smart says something or they just go with it. Somebody puts a theory out, yo, that sounds like it's right. Yeah, why aren't the police doing this? She said she found a baby the side of the road. They said Jamie was okay. I mean, shouldn't he be outside filming? He was filming a movie. Shouldn't he be working on the next flick? Like, where's, you know, like that, that type of energy of like, well, yeah, no, we should be looking at this. And why isn't the p police department putting that she's home safe? They're hiding. They're not hiding anything. They're just like... And she ran thing. away. This <laughs> we know that yeah. we can't trust the police as black people. We understand that, right? I like but then there's it. also an element of you don't know these goddamn people. So when Jussie Smollett shows oh up my God. to tell you a story, speaking of people in SAG, oh boy. he may not be in SAG. It may all be a lie. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I said that to say... You know, when these random people show up on our timeline, you know, going back to this girl in the Bronx that we were saying that for, what's her name, Carla Sanchez, that it's like, you don't know this girl. Yeah. So you may be believing the narrative, oh, hashtag protect black women and black women are elite protected, blah, blah, blah. But at a certain point, you need to step back and go, I have never actually met Carol Sanchez. Therefore, maybe, 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 maybe she could be lying. Uh, um, I, I really wasn't even gonna. Or lying or not telling I the whole story. I wasn't even gonna go that far. But it just may be that you don't have all, all of the, the facts. information. Yeah, all the facts. And until you have all of the information. Yeah. Should you be commenting Log and out. trying to get people to. But, you know, that's not what people want to do. People want to be first. And, and yeah. speaking of getting too close to the space. I, I just want to say Twitter, Twitter CSI and Twitter SBU are, are always on the job. Yeah, y'all killed Rick Fox. <laughs> Remember? Kobe died and they said Rick Fox yeah, died. Rick Fox, died Rick on Fox the came on the news and said, hey, I'm alive. Why'd y'all kill me? Hold up. I thought he was dead too. I said, damn. I said, so, yo, they got Rick Fox too. She's like, they did? She's like, how come they ain't saying that on the news? I said, maybe they haven't confirmed it yet. My mom was sad. Said, my mom didn't even care about Kobe. She said, they killed Rick Fox. He had good hair. He had good hair. They killed that man with the baby hair. What, wasn't he married to Tamia? Oh, I, that don't was, I don't know. know. That was Grant Hill. We don't know, though. He married to one of them R&B singers. But yeah, I thought Rick Fox was dead. I'm like, we well, just wait for them to bring it up. Rick, yeah, Rick Fox. I'm like, they dead. They killed Rick Fox. So you should know these people. These are people trying to get closer and closer to the spaceship. And like I'm saying, you know, back to Kobe and Kobe's wife, Vanessa, you know, won 36 million for yeah. TMZ. Yeah, for reporting Because it's like, did you have to show? Remember they were trying to show pictures yeah. of the dead I, I don't know what, what that's to prove. Like, I don't know what people who need to needs see. Who needs to see, see that? that? But see, that is what we're speaking of, getting closer and closer to the spectacle. Remember they showed you a helicopter had crashed. Yeah. That wasn't even his helicopter. That was footage of another helicopter. Wow. Wow. So then you go, oh, I've seen the helicopter crash. Now I need to get inside the helicopter and see the body. Yeah. And TMZ 
posted. They posted the bodies. Yeah, and then that guy, Mangled. the guy who sold them, got fired. Yes, they, they and Vanessa Bryant. Yes, yeah, she sold one. Hell, yeah. so again. People keep trying to get closer and closer and closer and closer. And, and nothing ever satisfies. I, I don't know what it's about. It could be you know, a social media thing. Um, when you see somebody... members of the family, yeah. that's always when I go, all right, everyone have a seat. Let's yeah. listen. But what? that's not what people do. People go, he had beef with you. How do we know you telling the truth? And you go, you don't know these people. So if, if someone's mother shows up, for yeah. Christ's sakes. Hear the lady out. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what 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 the reason behind it is, but I think it. I, again, I don't want to blame all social media, but I think people have become desensitized to certain things. I feel like it started with those phases of death DVDs. And here's the real, about, one second. Yeah. And so now you, what you got is people that seen that kind of stuff, and now you got people. So on Instagram, for example, there was somebody got hit by a car. There was somebody on tick, not Instagram, TikTok. They filmed this person that got hit by this car and that this lady was trying to leave the scene and the guy's on the ground writhing in pain and they're just filming this. Oh, on my way to work today, look what I saw. 500,000 likes, comments, reshares. And I'm just like, there's a guy hurt on the floor. They probably haven't called the cops yet, but you had time to pull your phone out and film it for TikTok? Like, for, for what reason does it serve? Like, you, like what, is, what is wrong with people? You put the phone down, go help them. And then if you want to tape it, tape it, but... That wasn't the case. He just sat there on their way to work. I'm going to be late, but I got to get this on film. Somebody got to see this. <laughs> Why? Yeah, and that's the thing that it's like, dude, we constantly have to get closer and closer. Respect people's privacy. Understand what things are a private yeah. matter. That maybe this is going to take a week or two. And that's the thing for Jamie Foxx that, like I'm saying, Wood has been knocked on that, you know, for years. He's been, you know, part of my life, meaning... You know, if my bedtime was nine or eight when mm. I was six or seven and Living Color came on at nine, let's right. say, and my bedtime was eight, when Living Color came on, I got to stay up an extra hour on Sundays. Worth right? it. And watching Living Color. So he was on there doing Wanda <laughs> and, you know, all these different characters he was doing. <laughs> and I said it to say, like, yeah, he's, you know, I grew up with this dude. Yeah. We, we, we just named Kanye Slow Jams. I remember my auntie... Had the first album. See, a lot of people don't even know the first album. With the pink exists. cover? Something like that. Maybe yeah. it was red and blue, he, he, I believe. He, well, he had on a blue like vest. So the his album was pink. First he had a, R&B album. He had cover. a Jerry Curl on it. He had a Jerry Curl. Yeah, and a Jerry and, Curl and, mustache. And I remember my you know, dad looking at going, is that the dude from uh, Living Color? <laughs> so no, he's got on a red suit. Like I said, 1994, Pete This. What? That's his first album. 1994. And I remember my auntie having it and saying, with a Jerry and my auntie saying, you know, my dad saying, is that the dude from In Living Color? So this is pre-Slow Jams, pre-Kanye. Are you sure? Because I feel like he had yes. another one. No, you, you're you looking. I think you probably tapped in when everyone else did around 99 or what was it, 2003 when Kanye and him make Slow Jams. And the rest is history. But I said it the same. You know, and it's what I'm trying to say for these people that as big as he is to me, you know, most people only casually kind of know Jamie or his work. And I mean, I, I'm not going to act like I'm the only fan of his, but just that you don't know these people, you know. You didn't know he had an album in 1994 that was music. You know, you didn't know when hmm. he has a piano scholarship or whatever, you know. 
to whatever school. So he's always been talented in music. But I said that to say, you know, you didn't know he was from Terrell, Texas, that, you know, people are acting like they're his most biggest fan. And it's yeah. just like, you don't know this fucking person. But again, that's like what we're describing with the spaceship that nothing's ever good enough for you. And like I said, especially when I see family come out and go, guys, we're, you know, he's recovering. Just Yeah, relax. But yeah. like I said, I saw people saying shit to his daughter. Yeah, it's wild. If he recovering, let us see. Do you not know what recovering is? That means it ain't no time for a photo shoot. <laughs> and maybe that's the ground level because... We're seeing our uncles in the hospital taking pictures that it's just like... There's got to be a line, but th there's no Jamie, line. like, look, ain't no hair and makeup here, okay? Yeah. You don't get a picture of me without hair and makeup. It, there's no line, and that, and um, that's the problem. So and I'll say for him... just keep going. And, and always, I'll say for him... It's a 24-hour news cycle. You know what I mean? Right, like, so and it, it always needs off. more. And it always needs closer. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. So Feed the animal. <laughs> kind of wrap this up. Yeah. I'll go back to this girl, Sanchez, or whatever, in the Bronx. That like we're saying, it was revealed that, you know, her mother was moving back to Honduras. She didn't want to move. You know, she's 16. And that's, you know, we're not going to say it's grown, but it's just, I remember being 16 and moving back to Indianapolis and really, you know, I didn't know that was where I wanted to be. But just saying, like, I had other ideas than my parents had. of Like, I got it. Don't worry. But I said that to say, you know, <laughs> this girl, they put out a... APV or a uh, what do you call it? All points a, uh, bulletin, yeah. A uh, you know, be on the lookout for what was this called? Bolo. Hold on, let me let me get the car correct because people are gonna say that ain't the a fucking car. APB Bolo, uh, they, be on the lookout. Yes, please. Yeah, talk. they put out a be on the lookout for what was this kind of car? I learned that by watching uh, Law and Order. Bolo. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so they they went ahead and put out a uh, you know. Look out for, like, I think it was a tan sedan. So now every motherfucker in a tan sedan yeah. got to sit still because they done put out an APV for a tan sedan in the Bronx. And you ruined some dude's drive to work in the morning. Yeah, Because he says, shit, I can't. They going to question me. I'm going to take the bus. Just to turn out that the girl was lying and just didn't want to go back behind. So... Sometimes I think it's for us to just sit still and, like I said, wait on facts. Just that, wait. As that, people people jump know, on shit too much. It's true. People, yeah, the people Justice don't want to yeah. Everyone had to delete a thousand posts about how I, homophobic dog, people are. Because I, I, I don't want to get too far into that for myself personally because when that first came out, the first thing I said was, man, something don't sound right about that. This man got all this money. He going to get up at 2.30 in the morning to go to Subway by himself in freezing Chicago to get uh, a foot long. I never believed it. I never believed it. I but said, long ain't back there. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> and that's the thing about, you know, spectacle that, like I said, people need to get closer. There's never enough information. You can never react too soon either. And like I'm saying, you know, I, I kind of got in an argument with a dude when that happened in the Bronx because I remember kind of laughing. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of like, well, what are you laughing at? And I said, because this girl says she's missing... And, you know, got snatched by her boyfriend, which that's the dude that's going to want to keep her here. Uh -huh. um, you guys all jumped into this panic mode. And I said, the funny thing about that, he said, so we shouldn't care about a girl that's missing. It's not that you shouldn't care. It's that you actually don't care. He goes, what do you mean? I go, if I said to you right now, we live about five miles from her. 
let's go look for her. Would you come? Nope. And he's like, nah. And he goes, all right, you got a point. And it's like, yeah, y'all are, if anything, y'all are racing to spread information, misinformation, and it's making this whole making thing worse. Yeah. worse. yeah. Cops frequently tell people, let us do our jobs, just be calm, we're working the case as much as we can. Um, but uh, how was your weekend, man? Did you Got do a good weekend, same old same, you know, the show, uh, same thing, same difference. How about you? What was Good, man, I had a good time at weekend. LOL, but shout out to those of you who came out and saw me. Uh, had a good old time, some good black energy there. Quan Wiggins, friend of the show, was hosting, and uh, he kind of roasted me. Yeah, we're going to have Quan on the podcast one day. I think we have me when, and Quan. When we get the video on. Bro, me and Quan always get into arguments, which I love, because he's always, like, for example, he said, uh, you know, he said he said something about wanting to support Trump, and I said to him, how can you how can you call yourself pro-black and you talk about you support Trump? Or how could you call yourself pro-black and you don't support him? I'm like, Quan, I'm not doing this with you right now. And we got into it. Uh, 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 <laughs> just, but he, he, don't, he don't want buttons to push, man. I'd be like, I don't want to talk politics, but he pushed the buttons. I'm like, nah, I got to say something. <laughs> you ain't just going to say that. I'm pro-black. When's the whole Biden thing? Like, whatever. But it was a good time. We had fun, and it was, it, was, it was a classic night there. Mark Gregg was there. Johnny Robinson was there. So shout out to all of them. If you guys can come out and see us live, please do. Want to find out when we're going to be doing shows, you got to follow the show page. You got to follow our page, show page. Um, I don't know, though, pod on Instagram. And then the YouTube page also, I don't know, though. Uh, we get some good traction on there, too. Have you been seeing the numbers? Yeah, yeah I've seen some numbers. Bro. Numbers is coming. So get on get on now before we get on Revolt. And then you got to pay for it. Yeah. Ain't going to be free no more. Behind that paywall, but we might remember them first. 10,000 followers. Yeah. We might remember you and be like, you good. But if not, the rest of you niggas got paid behind that paywall, baby. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Not today's price at all. Yeah, but it was um, it was fire though. We had a good time. Um, and please come out and see us live. It's, it's fun on the show, but you gotta come see us live. It's more fun to talk to Phil, being being from Nap Town, and me being from Brooklyn. You getting that real? You get well, pictures. Speaking of which, I wanted to ask. Take you, pictures with us. We're, we're friendly on the entertainment side of the game. Real friendly. What do you think about uh, SAG strike and all that stuff? Oh, I mean, all right. So this is the If You've Been Living Under a Rock segment. Um, the Writers Guild of America writes all the shows you've ever seen on TV is on strike, and the Screen Actors Guild is on strike. A lot of people don't know why they're on strike. Let me briefly explain to you why. Um, there's a, there are a few major issues, Phil. Number one is AI. Uh, you've seen a lot of people on Instagram doing, uh, making Frank Sinatra sound like Biggie or like Homer Simpson do like Tupac or whatever. That, that's AI uh, putting those things together. Um, Chat GPT. Uh, some of you may know some of the other ones that they've come out with. Jamie Foxx waving. AI. <laughs> it's all AI. <laughs> what we're worried about is that they want to use our image and likeness instead of the actual actor. Oh, wow. And putting that in the movie or like using our voices and mm. putting that in the movie as opposed to the real person. Okay. Also, what they're trying to do is they're trying to take background actors, people who are working their way to try to become big actors. They want to scan them, use their image and likeness, pay them for one day and use it in perpetuity, which means forever and forever, ever yeah. in whatever way they want. That's crazy. And not pay them when they use it. Yeah, you got paid one time, you don't get anything else, which is crazy. That's so wow. that's one issue we're dealing with. Second issue we're dealing with is something that you and I have talked about on this podcast before, which is residual. Now, when you do a regular show on TV, like cable TV show, 
or, or, or regular TV, eight, channel 7, 5, whatever, you get what's called residuals. After the show airs like 10 times, then you start getting paid a percentage um, every time the show airs and it goes down eventually. Um, what happened was with COVID, streaming blew up. Because nobody was going out, nobody was, you know, going well, to the movies. I got comfortable just watching a movie right. at home. You didn't go to the movies? Nobody went to the movies. I'll just pay my 15 whatever dollars a month and wait for it to come on Disney Plus. Right? So the last deal we had with the producers did not include residuals for streaming. Uh, so there's there's nothing in place. So you saw a couple things that I did um on Punisher on Netflix. I didn't get I'm not getting paid for that, like residually. Yeah, it's interesting that you know, music had this fight right. 15, 20 years ago go. with Napster. And, and Spotify, all the people. Wire, right, LimeWire, right. Which some of you sad people that are striking need to go delete your memes about. <laughs> you remember the good old days with LimeWire? Oh, that it's like, you're LimeWire now. Yeah, so. They're streaming you without compensating you. But, and that's on the actor side. On the writer side, it gets even worse because they don't have a deal. For yeah. writers, when you work in cable TV or regular TV as a writer, there's a minimum wage salary that you get that oh. you're entitled to. With streaming, there is none of that. So every person who writes on a show that you've ever seen has to negotiate their own deal right. to get paid, which is crazy because now you got some people getting paid great money, other people just barely getting uh, yeah, by. Bro. Exactly. So that's something else. And then the last thing is... Um, the cost of living increase, which is normal, and the, and the right. health benefits. They want them to contribute more to that, uh, to the health and the, and the pensions of uh, actors. But I think they could afford it because a lot of these, um, a lot of these uh, producers, they're making record profits. They made so much money over the last couple of years because of COVID and then the bonuses and all this stuff. They, they, you know, they don't want to pay actors more money or writers more money. So for the first time in about six years... The biggest uh, unions in Hollywood are both on strike at the same time, and that's that's universal. So I can't do no work, bro. I you know I can't do no promotion for no shows. Any auditions come up, I can't do it. No actor, and I don't know, bro. I'll be honest. I don't know how long it's gonna go for. I, I mean, the writers have been on strike now for going on four months. Some people are saying that. Um, the producers are are waiting until like the fall season to uh, really try to negotiate. Starve y'all out. There you go. That and that's exact because they got yeah. You gotta come back to work sooner or later. You that that penthouse ain't gonna pay for itself. So oh, yeah. it's like one of them things. I was like, yo, I don't know what the answer is because I mean, mm. I want to get paid, but at the same time, I, I can't starve. You know, I got a kid, I got a family, you gotta pay rent, and and that's. That's what they're banking on. You know what I mean? They know, hey, these people, they're not us. So they, they need money eventually. And I mean, it's always crazy yeah. to me that those who are at the top get the most money because you go, the least amount you don't do any work. No one would pay to see you mm -hmm. if you came from behind the camera to in the front. So, although, you know, not to insult those people, everyone nah, makes man. the vision come together. Yeah. But it's just interesting that, you know, Mr. Paramount, no one knows who he is. He can walk down the street. They have no He's idea. He's got yeah. the most money. Hasn't held a camera. Hasn't done anything, you know, so. He just just plans it out. He's like, yeah, do this. Yeah, we can what have do, this. What do you foresee the end of the outcome of this being? Do you feel like it's something they're going to get resolved quickly? Or do nah. you feel like it's something that's going to drag on? It, it's it's not going to be resolved quickly. I think yeah. this is going to drag on. Um, because um, in 2008, which was the last time there was like a big strike with the writers yeah. and the actors, they kind of settled and took less. And the producers kind of got got over mm. and got what they were looking for in the writers. Then this time folks is like, nah, we not falling for that. 
we gonna lose money, but y'all gonna lose more money than we do. Like if right. you, you know what I'm saying? That's I'm, also stopping your money. Right. I'm gonna lose forty, fifty thousand dollars in a year, but guess what? How much you're gonna lose with all the projects that's not finished, that's not coming out, all the promotional materials. Yeah, I like, seen that you pushed, I think, euphoria back to like 2024, yeah, five, it, it's 2025. That you go, damn. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. You want to play this game, but you, who got more to lose, me or you? I, I mean, I can right. go, I can and go work at Blockbuster, you know, or, or you know, what I'm saying, starve long, right? Y'all can uh, starve now, but um, they yeah, are, it's interesting. The, like the resolution, I, said, I don't think it's gonna come quickly, and I think it's gonna take people like high up in a Hollywood hierarchy, like so a Tom Cruise or Leonardo DiCaprio, Will Smith, to, to really, to really step in and be like, it. yo, come on, like. This this ain't and maybe all of them to hold hands and say we're not working until the little guys are satisfied mm -hmm. because the big guys always gonna get satisfied right the big guys getting twenty million a picture either way the Chris Rocks of the world and the Dave Chappelle's to gotta come they're in they're able to negotiate their numbers whereas y'all aren't it's scale yeah it's, it's so uh, I'm gonna be out there next week on the picket lines I I, okay. I volunteered to go walk the streets and hold a sign it. I'm not singing I'm not chanting because. Some people don't know how to keep the time with the champ. It's, it's like, we don't want it. Like, you know, they never protest before. There's a lot of white folks, they never protested. So they don't know how to, hell no, we won't go. They'll just be like, hell no, we won't. It's like, hey, 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 just hold the sign and walk, okay? Just. With the, uh. <laughs> Please. <laughs> you, you have a problem with them being offbeat? Offbeat? Oh, I'm trying to walk to the top. You like, don't you know. Hamilton? I thought you. Yeah, you should know how to say. musically inclined. Back, so. Yeah, I, I don't see it, bro. I don't see a resolution to I this. You, went to you, you, <laughs> don't you should know how to sing. Uh, I, I don't see an end of this. Probably Save the till last chant <laughs> till the end of the year. Okay, end of year. Well, that's interesting, and I guess would lead to our next point, which you know, you see, BT is and BT and Kevin Hart particularly are bringing Comic View back. Which on mm. one hand, you go great. Comic View was an institution I grew up with, you know. All the people that I see today working in comedy, specifically in black comedy, came from Comic View or Def Jam or both. So, you know, the Cedric the Entertainer, he was a host. I believe D.O. Hughley was the first host of Comic View. Yeah. You know, uh, Michael Blacks and Gary Owens, you name them. Even the younger, younger end of the spectrum, um, D-Ray. Little right. Duvall, which Duvall, yeah. even to say they're young now, it's like, eh, these guys are up in upper forties at the time, at upper forties. Yeah. But 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 yeah, everyone came through that door, mm -hmm. so it's great to see it come back on one hand. But on the second hand, you do go, damn, it took a writer strike for y'all to figure out comedy, stand-up comedy is really cheap to produce. Yeah, you just gotta pay. You don't have to pay, pay, pay the any writers. Yeah, just pay you the acts. They write their own material. Yeah, let's get them up there. People so. will pay you to do commercials, and it's really low overhead. You know, it's great. It's coming back, but you do go, damn. What way to exploit the strike? Yeah. Okay. That you know there are no writers. You'll get up there and do your own material, just as I will, and get get somebody some. Some attention. Yeah, and it'll yeah. go on TV. So mm -hmm. it's a way of having programming during the strike. And it's also, it's not uh, union related, meaning that yes. it's not tied into the Screen Actors Guild. Because so. for those of you listening, there's no Screen Actor or Writers Guild involved because stand-up comedians are so smart They're not that unionized. they don't have a union. <laughs> they're not unionized. 
which is why we get taken advantage of. And yeah. like I said, I feel like, well, there's no time like now. And if we don't do it now, it's never going to get done. But just like I said with the actors, you need, you're going to need like a Jerry Seinfeld or something like that. Bigger comedians big, to Big say, time. Russell Peters coming. Let's like, get this handled. Let's get together. Let's get a standard pay for all the clubs. And then let's get a standard pay for all TV. Well, here, here's but my we question. Here's my question. How do you decide who gets in the union? Yeah, and we that's know that's hard tricky, part. but you could do it in the same way that the, the actors does it. How, how, how many hours you got to have? Um, I'm not sure about the hours. The way the actors do it is you have to have vouchers. Okay. So, right. like, if you work as union three or four days on the set, then you're eligible to join or if you get like a speaking part on some role, then you automatically, you know, get, get in. in. So yeah. there should be within comedy, there should be a, you know, especially in New York, because you would have to deal with the coast, because obviously Virginia comedy isn't going to operate it's like different. New York it's City different. comedy. Yeah. The volume and whatever else pay is different. But I said to say within New York and L.A. at least, and probably even Atlanta, mm -hmm. you could go ahead and scale and say, hey. Here's 10 shows. If you do three of these 10 shows, you are now in the union. Right. But people, for whatever reason, haven't done that or scared to do it. Because comedy is not a team sport. That's why. Yeah, it's, it's a solo it's, it's, sport. It's solo sport. So no one is like, well, let me look out for my fellow comic. Nah, it's me. Did I get my pay for my 10 minutes? Then I'm going home. It's like I'm saying, you know, no one does more work for helping comedians and black comedians than Kevin Hart, you know. Well, who's, who's the lineup on the, on the show? I don't know. I'm not really, don't even care to necessarily speak to all of that. But I'll just say that, you know, young black comedians needed a chance. So I think this might be the chance and we'll see. Obviously, the lineups or whatever are a lot of uh, older comedians. And, you know, they got some younger ones sprinkled in. But I think it needs to be a full revamp of, yeah. you know, no, you know, God bless the Mike Epps and different people. Me and Mike from the same city. We went to the same high school. Someone else needs to be seen but you know? don't you this generation of black comedians deserves to be seen so don't you hopefully think, don't you think there needs to be like so going on what you're saying don't you think maybe they should call it something else instead of just calling no. it a comic view no keep the brand that brand ran for 20 you know 15 years or whatever so and really help build bet you know video soul with obviously with donnie simpson Rap City and Comic View. And BET Uncut. Ah, but right. that comes later. All right, cool. That comes so far later. I never missed that episode. And I only ran for two years. <laughs> I've seen so. all the episodes. I hear you. <laughs> we, we, we like the Mighty Casey and White Girls as much as anybody. Heavy Hidden Hughes. And uh, Joker the Bell Bonds and Tip <laughs> Drill. But that was only two years of BET. We're talking right. about Comic View running from yeah, like 93 yeah. to like 2005. Mm-hmm. And, you know, twice a night, you know, six nights a week. Well, I but think it's dope, man. It's dope. And like I'm saying, you know, Kevin Hart tries his hardest for young black comedians. He did, you know, for Heart those of you listening, Heart of the City, that go back and watch those. But you go, yeah, let's, let's mix more it up. More that, yeah, more let's that. Let's go to more cities. Let's find younger, newer talent. Like, we, we love Tommy Davidson. Tommy Davidson is a legend. There's no need for Tommy Davidson to be on Comic View. 
He doesn't need it. No. Doesn't don't doesn't do anything for because we no. seen everything. I remember him in high school, bro, and I'm I'm forty three. He's a legend. He's funny as hell. Yeah. Love Bruce Bruce. And I'd say let them host it. Yes. Let them headline. Let them host it, but you go, you got him on a lineup with other comedians. Yeah. Young black comedian, like no, it's Tommy Davidson. Like cut it out. Yeah. And that's even one thing I would say for like, you know. Yeah. They gotta move just, they gotta move basically I feel like what we're saying's gotta move the culture forward. Let's like let's youth. let's if change if the this narrative. Was the NBA, we would say a full rebuild. Yeah, full rebuild. It's time. Uh, Get so some rookies time, in there, one like or two I vets. Said, if anything let you know Tommy host. But don't they got Tommy on the line of like Tommy competing with us. Nah. So it's just been interesting to see all week, you know, OG's commenting versus the you know, the vets commenting and then us now being young vets. Yeah. Man, I kind of gotten into an argument with a guy who did it three times. And it's like, you can't do something three times. Nope. And then show up and tell me, that doesn't matter. Yeah, you did it You did it three times. You good. <laughs> what do you mean it don't matter? It didn't matter you when you were doing it? You can't do that. Oh, and my it's God. Just like, listen, I did comedy on Sway in the morning. He's like, they do comedy on there? I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd rather have done it on comedy yeah, 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 yeah. with BET written behind me, yeah. but I had to do what I had to do. And shouts out to Sway, you know, for giving young black comedians a chance while, you know, whatever for whatever reason, the industry has been kind of down on us and not really giving us that chance. But I believe you can watch Phil set on Sway in the morning on his YouTube channel. He has it up. Go watch it. It's, it's yeah, worth, people, worth a watch. People kind of, you know, were, were in the room and didn't play as well and when I got home, I looked at the comments, and a few people were like, yo, he was funny. I don't know what the fuck was up with that audience, but <laughs> it, was, it was in the morning. So, well, again, eggs and bacon. time of you would have known, hey, late night. you don't do this until 7 in the evening, when 8 o'clock at night, you got the 9, when 10, you, When you got the 11, alcohol in your hands. When people got the alcohol in the hand. After the work. The you know what I'm saying? We was doing comedy with coffee. That people go, Bro, that may have been funny, but I'm just not awake. I remember sitting and watching Comic View with my family. Like, it was an mm -hmm. institution. You would turn it on. Hey, yo, Comic View on. Everybody come running in. We sit there. and Everybody would watch it and yeah, laugh. Like Bro, said, like, it was a black institution. And everyone you can name that's working today, Michael Blacks, Gary Owens, mm -hmm. uh, you name Duval was it. on it. Duval. Lunel. Everybody. Kim Whitfield. Just Whitney, everybody. I don't, I I don't know her. You may be saying people that weren't. No, she was on. <laughs> Ronaldo Ray, Miss uh, Miss Laura. Laura. Yeah. All of them. All of them. Ricky Smiley. Bruce Bruce. Um, Bruce Bruce. Lavelle Cross. Watch out there now with him. Uh, him. Don D.C. Curry. Yeah. I'm just naming people. Who's, who's the guy? Watch out there now. Him. I don't know who the hell you're talking about. Watch man. out there now. J. Yeah. Anthony Brown. Look at me. J. Anthony Brown. That's J. it. He won that today. But you don't know. Our, that, our that, you know he did that. That was more. it. Yeah. Uh, you know, Monique, all of them. They all did Comic View. They all did, the sh did all these shows. Dominique, all of them. Yeah, we just new comics. Just wait for a chance. Just give us in there, bomb or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, Let us rock. It really hasn't been a thing since maybe when P Diddy did Bad Boys for Comedy. So, mm. it hasn't wow. really been a black thing since then. So, yeah, it's good to see. We need, a, we need a, a platform to move the culture forward. Took a writer strike. For them to say, oh yeah, 
stand-up comedians. Well, you know, I want to say... Black stand-up comedians. I, okay, there you go. Young I, ones. My, my rebuttal was not... It was you know, I was going to say Netflix did it, but you said black. And I was like, yeah, they, Netflix isn't. Yeah, it's it, cut it, it out. Really, yeah, like, I, I, I withdraw. Listen, I retract. Someone who's had an agent at one point and then had a manager at one point, mm -hmm. there's no accident that my only credits are Sway in the Morning and BET on the Ropes. Yeah, I, It's I, not I an accident. I retract. It's not that I didn't apply for other things. Yeah. It's that those things went to predominantly white. Yes, I'm gonna so, withdraw my argument. Most things, whether they read white or not, are yeah. We'll put two of you on here. Yeah, we'll give you a anything more spot. than two of you. This is a black show. <laughs> Even like uh, that's Comedy crazy. Central had you know the new Negroes that you. Uh, I remember yeah. that. I didn't watch that. Because <laughs> you go, I know a white person named that. You know, it's funny. We knew some of the people who worked on that show, too. Oh, which, the big homie, Alonzo Bowden, yeah. appeared on it. Roy Wood did, which they're respectable, which they did comic people. Yeah. Roy Wood, Alonzo Bowden. Yes, they did. Kyle Grooms. That's the thing. People act like it was just one style of comedy. It was a no, lot. It was a lot. Of different comedians that got to showcase their talent. But I said that to say, you know, back to New Negro, that you go, whew, yuck. Like, it was, it was uh, you know, most of the people on there, you're like, you think you're special because you're wearing a Batman t-shirt? <laughs> I mean, it's not that. And then they would kind of, you know, people don't think that I'm black because I like Batman. And it's like, no. That was the people argument. don't think you're black because you talk like that. Yeah. Why are you talking like you're fucking congested nasally? I don't know. I'm from the hood. I live in the hood. I just, you know, I don't it's shoot like, guns or shoot Also, people. we all watch Batman. Yeah. We just didn't make him our personality. That's, so, that's yeah, what it, is, it, yeah. Was, it, it wasn't good. And that's I think at a certain point, I think black people can only pick black comedians. And I think that's the tricky thing that, you know, uh, certain white people or these, you know, executives think, you know, we'll get Kamau Bell. And it's like, uh, have you ever met anyone black that says they enjoy Kamau Bell? Who could name a Kamau Bell joke? Right. And I mean, you know, the whole act is him kind of bagging on white people, but his wife's white. And yeah, like, yes, she is. Family. Yes. So you go, eh, I don't think you dislike white people that much. <laughs> oh, it's spicy. Oh. So, yeah, you know. And, and yeah, it was just better back then when black people were picking the black comedians. That's I agree with I'll that. Say. You got white executives picking, they, 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 uh, they pick what makes them comfortable, what they see us as. That's right. why you look at Def Comedy Jam, people think, well, that's all black comedy is. I'm like, it is that, but there's so much more to it. And they can't, I don't think they can see past that. Well, they, that's the beauty of, you know, someone as graceful as Leanne Lord. Uh-huh. You know, look her up. Oh, Man, great comic. As graceful and as, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Eloquent. I don't want to say well-spoken, but yeah, eloquent, well-spoken. Did Death Comedy Jam. Mm -hmm. Black people can see the scale of black from one to ten. Whereas I feel like white people only see fives and ones, meaning the five being the extreme. Yeah. What's good? Mills! Some Negro with a backwards hat who's overly black. And then they see the ones, meaning the, the guys who, hey guys, how you doing? Yeah, so you're educated for, for perspective, it'd, and this is not a knock on them. I'm just using an example. It'd be so, it'd be like from Kamal Bell to Jamar Neighbors, but then that's all they allow, and then there's nothing. Yeah, just no, there's, give me someone with a backwards yeah. hat cursing and yelling loudly, <laughs> and then you know down to the guy with glasses who's 
Harvard educated, you know. Wow. Hey guys. So yeah, they only see black in those two tones, whereas I feel like the beauty in black producers, you know, Bob Sumner who picked Def Comedy Jam. I don't want to cut you off, Matt. Who had to follow? I know. <laughs> you are. Oh, why you always do this? Thirty seconds is gonna and stop. You act like it's like the worst thing, no, but it's just reality. I, I like you push the button. I don't want you. I come right back and let, go. Let me explain. that thing. So no, I, let me finish this. I don't want it to cut you off. And I don't. I want you to get to the end of the this sentence, guy. and then it's production Never value. Never the end of the sentence, baby. It's we production value. I don't know it. though. Listen, we gonna come right back. Phil's gonna finish his point and his sandwich. Please make sure to follow the show on Instagram. I don't know though, pod, and we'll be right back with segment two and questions. Bang, right there on the notes. Okay. <laughs> What's up? This is Avery Mason. I'm the co-host of But I Don't Know Though, and I have a quick question for you. Are you still only listening to the podcast? Did you know that you can now watch us in 4K glory? on YouTube. That's right. We have moved the podcast from audio only to now we doing video. I mean, you can still get audio, but we'd rather you watch us. So go check it out right now. Stop what you're doing. Go to youtube.com forward slash, but I don't know though, and subscribe and watch all the videos. Yeah. Now you don't have to imagine what we look like, or what we're doing when we're talking about some of the foolishness we've been talking about. Now you can see it. You ain't got a picture of it. Like, see it right there. 4K glory. Go check it out. Tell a friend to go check it out too while you're there. Thank you so much for listening. On to the show. Well, we're back now. Segment two. This is I Don't Know, though. Avery Mason and Phil Hunt. Uh, make sure to follow the podcast on YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash IDK. I Don't Know, though. Pod. Instagram. I Don't Know, though. Pod. And uh, the TikTok Avery Mason. Oh, TikTok. That's right. We got the but TikTok pod. We had to put an underscore. Yeah. They, they had I Don't Know, though. So I, I, IDK underscore THL. Oh, yeah, well, thank you for spelling it out pod. for them, Phil. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got some steam on that too, man. It's some, you know, a little bit of not controversy, I want to say, but you know, people and their feelings about certain things. Okay. But I want to remind all of you that listening to this, first of all, thank you for listening. And number two, it's just comedy. To quote the great talent, it's just comedy. It's just comedy. Relax. Um, so here we go now. Um, this is something we did not get to talk about um, last week that I want to bring up is this new NBA uh, in season tournament, which. I don't understand. Um, you already in the NBA. You're already playing towards the championship. What can you explain to me? Because you're you're a big sports guy. Can you explain to me what the purpose of a early season playing tournament is for? And I mean, if your whole goal as a team is to play for NBA championship, what what uh, this does this does this playing tournament hold any like? If you win a playing tournament, do you get automatic three seed? Like you know what I mean? Like what's What's the purpose? From what I understand, it's just a way to keep people interested in the regular season. Doesn't I feel like hockey maybe does a version of this? I I don't know. I, I don't know. Say I don't watch hockey, so I couldn't tell you. What hockey necessarily does or doesn't do because I don't watch. But, yeah, there's versions of this, I feel like, in the MLB and different stuff that maybe it controls home court during the finals. I don't yeah. know. 
Which, yeah, I'm more with you that I feel like Kobe, if he was still here, God he would rest not his have soul, played. He would not how play. Kobe would go. I think the play-in tournament is called the regular season. Yeah. So like, if you didn't do well enough during the regular season, I mean, you don't make the fucking playoffs. There's the end of your play-in. Because this would make so, sense. Yeah, it's a lot of extra incentives that Adam Silver is throwing it, down. It feels like they're trying to do what like, like FIBA and FIFA do. Okay, right? there you so go. They got the that smaller was more leagues. The sport I was looking for. They go to the smaller leagues and you win your championship in that league, and then you come to the big tournament mm-hmm. and you play in the big tournament, and then you win. You know what I mean? So like, and I've even heard in FIBA, if you're horrible, they'll kick you out. Of yeah, it. yeah. So, if you're yeah, bad enough, you're, you're out. But it's, this it's, is more of what, but more to, of what is being presented here. Like I said, I don't quite understand. Dang, but it, it, I watched, I watched the um what they put out when they were introducing the the, you know the teams and who's going to be playing in what bracket, but like I said, what does this tournament mean? Jimmy buckets already said I'm not holding up the Eastern Conference Championship. I'm gonna hold up the the, the NBA Championship. W, yeah, the so, NBA matters, or you, there's no Eastern Conference. You win the playing tournament. That, that matter. You what still do you lost get? in the finals, and the, you know, being focused on the overall goal. It's like if the engagement ring was the wedding ring, right? That it's not the engagement ring is before. Here we so go, Phil. This, this is my promise ring. This Phil. is this my girl, promise ring. <laughs> you get down on your knees, and your girl slaps that out of your hand. And I says, want no promise ring. See you at the wedding, motherfucker. <laughs> That's when it counts. Who the promise ring? The hell with that Eastern Conference. So this is, so this is, <laughs> So this is the NBA version of a promise ring? Yeah, <laughs> this is the NBA version of a promise ring. Nobody's going to want to do this shit. I, I'll tell you what, the way they could make it better to me is if you win the playing tournament, you automatically get the number one draft pick or a top five pick. That would make it mean something. Yeah, that's what I would like to see. I'd like to see but, him. Uh, the first pick going to the horrible team. Yeah. Know, the team that lost the most and got the ping pong. All right, cool. But I think incentive would yeah. be provided for the number two pick. Okay. That now you get to see, you know, a team who is competitive at a number two pick. Right. As opposed to, like we've always said, you know, the number two or the top five picks having to go to horrible teams. That is like, good luck, motherfucker. Yeah, I remember. Because you got to do a lot of lifting. Back in the day, Steve Francis did not want to go to the Grizzlies. He got drafted. They were going to send him to the Vancouver Grizzlies. And he was like, so I'm not going to no Vancouver. If Bad if Steve Francis now gets to go to... Let me find a decent team. He went to the Rockets because he refused to go to, go to the, the Grizzlies. They traded him, yep. But let's see if he got to go to. Let me try to think back to that time. At that time, he'd be like the, the Bulls or, or maybe. No, nah, no, 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 not the Bulls. Great. And then Jordan um, left. So they were bad. But hold on, I'm trying like to think. Like the Magic. The Magic. The one pick is Elton Brand. Yeah, he went to the Sixers. So he went to the Bulls. No. Oh, no, Bulls. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. And they were the co rookies. So, like I said, give me a second. I'm going to think here. If he went to the Pacers. Okay. We'll just say if he went to the Pacers. Yeah. Okay. Then that would have been, yeah. you know, the sixth seed in the uh, championship or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. That's what I would like to see, you know. Yeah, but number yeah. two pick, three pick, go to a yeah. competitive team as opposed to you. You get up me because you lost the most. You think Kate Cunningham like, is happy in Detroit? I, I don't know. Yeah. And, you know, what would... The two picks, he was a one, K Cunningham. Yeah. But let me run down the two picks here. Let me 
We just had Steve Francis, uh, Michael Kidd, Gilchrist is a two-pick. Yes, he is. Who else is He went to the Bobcats. this year? Scoot Henderson or Brandon Scoot. Miller? No, Brandon no, Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller. Who's was the Charlotte Hornets. So instead of Charlotte, if he goes to a team that just missed the playoffs, let's say the Wizards. You could say the Wizards or the yeah, Wizards or, or like the, the Jazz. Yeah, yeah, the Jazz, the jazz yeah. that are competitive with mm-hmm. Lloyd Marketing and uh, what's my man, the shooter shit, light skin guy. What the fuck is his name? Clarkson. Clark Jordan Clarkson. Six man Jordan Clarkson and all that shit. Yeah. So yeah, you add Brandon Miller now to that mix, or who they even was the two pick last it, year? Uh, that's a great question. First, first pick was Cade. Second pick. Was it was it Chet? That wasn't K. Yeah, Chet. Chet. Chet, Chet Holmberg. Pick yeah. last year. So like. So instead of the Thunder, if you add him to, didn't the Lakers miss last year? Yeah, the, the Lakers. Lakers missed. Yeah. What does that wow. look like? So yeah, I, I'd like to see the play in. I just wish they could make it mean something. Some sort of element of like I said, even if it's the three pick, the first two teams get the yeah. bad. You're bad. Here's the two picks. Three pick goes to whoever wins this fucking tournament. Because I think it would give you something to, something to play, play for. for. I, I watched the whole thing they Some had. Some sort of incentive. And I mean, when you add that Michael Jordan is a three pick. Yeah. That is like imagining a, a nine seed adding Michael Jordan. Because I, I watched that whole thing. They they had a whole show. And I'm waiting for them to say, well, what do you? what's the purpose? What do you get? Right. And they announce all the brackets. They say, all right, you're playing for this championship. The first ever Playing tournament championship, and, and I'm like I'm waiting for the end, and, and there was nothing. It was just a bunch of applause. I'm like, so what? What's the incentive for teams to win? Like, right. who cares? You know, like, oh, this is a tournament, and like, who cares? But I, so they're gonna also uh, set up the first couple games to coincide with the tournament, and I, I, I guess maybe they'll maybe they win money. I don't even know what that is, but. Y'all got to figure out what it is to make this mean something. Otherwise, players are going to be like, I don't care about this. Tournament. And Let players them. are going to do like they do yeah. with the regular season. I'm shit, sitting out. Take this shit to the G League. Low let, let management. The, let the G League do this tournament and mean something. I'm trying to win an NBA champ, world championship and get a bonus. So, yeah, on the winning tournament team, they receive 500000 which is half a million, but you know, what what's half a million to a million? Only, only, the, only the rookies would care about that. The the veterans would be like, all right, thanks. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know. NBA, you got to do better. That's all I'm saying. No promise rings. We only want the real thing. See me at the all. And even the article I'm reading says the problem the league has yet to address is how to get teams to take the tournament seriously. Yeah. While the possibility of 500000 apiece will matter to players, there's no reason at present or for teams to care about pool playing games yeah. at the tournament more than regular season games. So, yeah, it, yeah, the money. But like I said, I think if you attach that pick, a lot of teams will say, oh, shit, we can potentially add a three pick. Right. Jordan, home court advantage. And if you make the finals, you get you home know, court yeah. advantage throughout the finals. Like that, right. something. But then it knows and voice of me for the regular season. So they're going to have to figure out something. Because I didn't see the point. But, yeah, good, good luck. Yes, I'm with you. Good luck to the What's NBA. The good luck to that. I mean, oh, before I move on. A nice change up. But when Binyama played us some games, what did you think? Did you see the first uh, game? I did. I mean, I was kind of impressed because I'm like, all right, cool. He's got something. Well, in the first game, he kind of got pushed around and that, only had like six points. 
but he had like three yeah, blocks. Yeah, he's got and like something. Eight rebounds and like was changing some shots. You made some nice passes that you're like, oh shit, he can move a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, the first game you were like, what? And then Brandon Miller yeah. pushed him out of the paint into the three point line. I did see that. Yeah. Took the ball from him. That yeah. It very much looked like life. You just gonna let him take your cone braid? Well, this is this is what's funny. You let well, him take his cone braid. Yeah. You want you want your cone braid? Yeah. Yep. Like Brandon Miller ate your cone braid. He took a cone braid. He ate it and took it. But you know my problem with Wemby is what he said. Uh, he said he thought that the the international game was mm-hmm. more difficult than NBA game, and I'm just like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, right. this is not Europe. These these well, are. In this second game, he had 27 points. Yeah, but that was different. But he, they looked soft to Portland. Then he played Portland, and they yeah. played. They played soft. They wasn't putting the body I'll on. I always use the analogy that you know, summer league is like. County jail. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like Everybody in there. Low level criminals. <laughs> Let me see. Go to Supermax. You Let's know, see what happens. Some different people, but when the NBA come out, that's Supermax. Raymond Green. Yeah. He got life on the wall. Oh my god. You know, I it's gonna be more booty warrior. I like it, and I really, really want. Well, you. What you gonna do about it? Lance uh, Stevenson blowing in your ear. What you gonna do about yeah, it? Yeah. What you gonna do about it? I mean, so Draymond Mean. He gonna step on your chest. You, you see ma- how he did some bonus. You imagine Markeith Morris and just. Pushing him. All-star. You remember when Marquise Morris threw uh threw the ball at what's his name's face and the guy was yep. like, yo, he yeah. just threw the ball in my face, bro. Like, uh, what are we doing? And Marquise was like, what you gonna do about it? What be <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, when Binyama got pushed around a little he, in the summer league. He got put on some weight. Like I said, you know, county jail, it looked like he getting transferred to a maximum security prison. And you go, Draymond Mean ain't finna care about nothing. Nah, none of Draymond that. Draymond Mean gonna stomp on your chest. Look up Google. Uh, Sabonis after the uh, Warriors series with a black eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah, just yeah. looked demoralized. Yeah. He's a fucking all star, yes, sir. All NBA yes, player. And Draymond Mean and uh, what's the other big dude they got over there? Looney. Oh, Kevon Looney, yeah. Made him look like he was, you know, a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why, like, he when said Biyama, that. I think you might be speaking a little too soon. You mm-hmm. are in county jail. About to get transferred to wait the maximum. Wait, wait till you come to D block. Wait till you come to D block. He gonna have to, bro. He gonna have to put some muscle on or something because mm-hmm. he's he's way too like. This is not a good track record for guys that like Taco Fall. You feel like he's too tall. To me. He's too tall because look at Bow Bow. Too tall. Look at Bow Bow. Bow Bow. Around seven foot, really seven two. Where Shaq was is the tallest. The tallest. One right. Right. Shaq dominated, obviously, I think. If I had one picket, I'd probably pick Shaq. I agree. And they changed the rules for him. He still won four championships. Yeah. So you go, what if they didn't change the rules? But I said that to say, yes, Taco Fall, Bobo, Bobo, Bobo just, they're a very, uh, Boban Mardavich or whatever. Yeah, that, yeah, athletic, you know, but. Pictures of, or videos of him getting a rebound and dunking without jumping. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but he's too tall. Yeah. Meaning his heart, you know. Your heart shrinks, so your heart, yeah. it ain't that your heart shrunk. Your heart has your to work harder. damn big for yeah. your heart. Yeah. So, yeah, this he, guy seems like he might be a little too tall. If he, can, if he can put on some muscle and, like, kind of bulk up, like Giannis mm-hmm. did, the way Giannis did, then maybe. But if but not. Giannis isn't, isn't super duper tall. Like true. I said, Taco Fall, that 
You go, he ain't never put on no weight, really. He's huge. His heart's working too damn hard. I just think it's a lot of hype. All played in China this uh, year. Yeah, it's a lot of hype. And I also think that people looked at what he did in Europe. Nobody does that any other, like, way. Like, you watch a kid kid playing in high school or the AAU stuff. Mikey Williams. Nobody's talking about Mikey Williams being a generational talent. They say he's talented. They're like, yeah, nobody's like, oh, yeah, he's, we got it. Nobody's doing that. Like, I don't know why they look at people who play. In other Jeez, leagues yeah, or, yeah. or Australia, like Ben Simmons. Last week that, you yeah, know, ben Kenny Simmons. Lofton, yeah, ben Simmons. Lofton is putting up 20 and 10, but they keep, oh, he's not really an NBA player. You go, but the guy who played overseas against inferior yeah. competition is. They was, they was on Ben Simmons. He's dominating the Australia. He came here. What has Ben Simmons done? Nah, he, he's really good. He's an all-star. He's all-NBA. I'll give you that. But his his again, mental ain't quite right again, on the Nets. But the way the, the pedestal. Six is Ben what, Simmons. What I'm saying really is the, the pedestal that they put him on, he has not met those expectations. He made an all-star, yes. A but, few times. How many Two times? Two or three times. But he's, He's been really good the, all NBA. What I'm saying is the pedestal. He wasn't good this year. What I'm saying is the pedestal they put him on. He yes. should have had. So I would seven, give you eight. other examples of players. Ben Simmons has been really good career wise. Yeah. Last year he stunk. But I said that to say, you know, Nick, uh, Andre Bargnani. That was right. the number one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Another one. That's he another didn't one. He do a whole lot. And then there's, uh, you know, like a Nicholas Skidalavidi. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Skidalavidi or something like this that? This was probably in uh, year 2000 that he got drafted with Nene for the Nuggets. I oh, Skittish Billy, yeah, Skittish Billy, Skittish Billy. There have been a number of guys who, Darko, you know, Darko, Darko Milicic, Milicic, who was number two pick for the Pistons that everyone goes years later. Man, what if y'all had a pick the uh, Carmelo? Can you imagine? So, yeah. But they was impressed. Even behind LeBron, Billups. they're behind LeBron. They were like, we but want that's Darko. because, like, like we're saying, they're playing against inferior talent. Yeah, it's, it's not you a, know, it's a fact. countries where, you know, Vladi Divac smokes cigarettes during halftime. You know what I think? I think that the guy who got drafted um, from Wembenyana's team, the point guard, I think he's probably going to, and this is a hot take, he's probably going to have a better career than Wemby will. And a longer one, too. Well, Only man. because he's a point guard, one, and two, you know, he has a better chance of, like, adapting to the league. And at his height and size, he could probably have a better game. Wemby's I'm – just, I'm just saying – I'm not saying Wemby can't be successful. I just don't think he's going to be as good as he was in France. He'll come here. He's going to get pushed around. Draymond's going to, you know, uppercut him or some shit. So you got you know? Kenny Lofton. Average, which I don't know how he's a freshman twice at Louisiana Tech. Maybe he redshirted. Maybe that has something to do with the whole uh, – yeah, careful. The whole um, pandemic. Did he play in the bubble? No, nah, they didn't. There's no play. bubble. He's in college. But this is what I'm saying. Of I don't know. Understand his stats. It's reading 2021, 20, 2020, 2021, 2021, 22. They sent him to the G League. This is Louisiana Tech. He's in college. Okay, I'm sorry. I missed. I missed like I part. said, it says I don't know, a though. freshman twice. And that's the glaring thing. And I'm like, oh, maybe that has something to do with the bubble and the pandemic. Maybe, but... But anyhow... He's balling out. motherfucker average. 12 points one year, then 16 the next. But here's the thing that stands out is the 7.5 rebounds and jumps to 10 the next year. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I always would like to see them give more 
credit to the players who played in college here, but they almost looked at that like a knock of like, you're too experienced. Why were you still in college? And it's mm -hmm. like, all our players up until a certain year, up until let's say the late 90s, after Kobe, after KG, played, you know, two, three years in college. So now it's viewed as a negative. Oh, you went to college two years, you must not be that good, you know, with the Derrick Roses at one year being the first pick, Zion Williamson, you know, all these different people. But yeah, it, it is interesting. And like we're saying, we've seen Darko Milicic fail. We've seen Andre Bargnani, who I'm going to say he failed. He just wasn't a number one pick. And it's like, oh, okay, he's okay. But he's not fucking. So yeah, we'll see for Wimbin Yama and. Like I, I don't said, know. He's looking almost too tall. That it's like. Uh, I, if I had to call it right now, I I think that the Brandon, what's his name, Miller, is probably going to be the rookie of the year. I don't think Wemby's going to be strong, rookie of the year. But you know, he, Scoot Henderson and yeah. the guy to look out for that I'm seeing in summer league is Cam Whitmore. That mm. my Pacers was supposed to draft. Yeah, he dropped so low, man. Houston. Well, why did he drop so low in the draft? Was was it the injuries or his they attitude? They said something about his medical, and you go. Well, yeah, I imagine his skeleton doesn't look like mine. It doesn't look regular because he's dunking everything. Like, <laughs> and I mean, dunking hard. Yeah. He, he very much looks like uh, Sean Marion to me, but yeah, Matrix. He's got yeah. a better shot than Marion, but well, we'll see. We'll put your put your money no, up now. I'm about his to jumper looks better than Marion. Oh, not Marion. this little flat. Marion had the praying man and the little flat hand. Yeah. Six-year-old shot, but he's still a Hall of Famer, Marion. Yeah, yeah, boy. But yeah, Whitmore athletically looks like Marion that you go, those aren't, they're not calling plays for him. No. He's stealing the ball and, and doing his own thing yeah. on people. Nice little two-way play. Nice there. back cuts. So yeah, he, he looks phenomenal. But we'll like see. I said, everyone else is kind of struggling. But we'll see. What you think those twins gonna do? Amen and Osar. We'll from, see. They, now now they're the, they're gonna be the first project from from the from the amateur system, OTE. They didn't go to college. They went to well, Scoop didn't either. Yeah, he went straight to the, the G League. He can now go to G League yeah. and develop and ignite and play for yeah, the well, ignite. It goes what we were talking about in the prior show about you know you can't go straight from amateur to the pros because you'll get killed. So, yeah, give you a year or two to figure out the system, develop. and kind of see where you stack against some guys who aren't LeBron. Right, yeah. Because we saw what happened to Chet Holmgren last year. In a scrimmage, scrimmage. runs James LeBron and is out for the entire season. Hey, he put on some weight. Have you seen the, the picture yeah, of him? He's, he's kind of bulked up a little bit. We'll, we'll see. We'll this see. Still ain't nothing like get transferred from that county to that maximum security. <laughs> that maximum security and big joke it come out. And yeah, you ain't ass. ready. Woo. Oh, so, man. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Remember, Joker Putsch. Was it Markeith? It was Markeith. Marcus? I don't fucking know. I think it was Markeith. Eric pushed him. So, anyway. Yeah, he pushed him, and he was out for the season. And it's like, yeah, these dudes are fucking huge. They're not playing games. So, yeah, it's different. I'm interested. I will see. But um, let's get to some advice now, man. Um, we have some good questions. If you have any advice questions you want answered, please hit us up on the podcast page. DM the Instagram page, and we'll get to you. Um, and we'll keep you anonymous. I just want to remind you again, it's just comedy. We're not experts. We're not psychologists, therapists. If you're coming to us for advice, yeah, it's kind of your first problem. But if you're just looking for <laughs> <laughs> like you got to start. 
problem. Start. I mean, if you can't afford health care, then I understand. Not everybody has a health care plan. Feeling sometimes this this is the only they all they got. This is the only way. So if you come to us, we give you what we got. But we're just comedians. We actors. All you got. Don't take it. You are down the creek with no paddle. Exactly. Good luck. So the first question goes like this. Um, am I right to be annoyed that my sisters-in-law reacted badly to my suggestion of making them compete to be my child's godmother? Now, my first question is, is this, which, what kind of compete? Is this like Squid Games, Wipeout? <laughs> we got to run an obstacle course like American Ninja Warrior or American Gladiator? Because I'll be okay with that, honestly, honestly. Um... So my husband and I are pregnant with our first child and we're thrilled. We're trying to decide who to ask to be the baby's godmother. And the only two real options are my husband's two sisters, Anne and Beth. In order to help us decide who to pick, I suggested to Anne and Beth that we could have a fun contest to determine who would be the godparent. I was thinking something along the lines of a quiz on babies and baby care, which we could record and share with family online. I really feel like in a shit in American Gladiator style, it would be much Don't better. Don't nobody want to be exposed from not knowing shit about babies, though. Yeah. Carry on. Facts. Anne seemed reluctant, and Beth outright refused, so I dropped it. The problem now is that Anne and Beth are both being chilly to me. Anne is one of my best friends, and while we're still talking, she's been more distant in our chats. My mother-in-law says it's because Anne and Beth have not always had a great relationship, and the idea of competing probably triggered something. But I didn't think there would be an issue since they made up over a year ago. My husband says to just drop it and then Annabeth will warm up when it's closer to my due date. But I'm kind of annoyed at both of them because I don't think... Oops. Why did this... Oh, this thing just went... This internet just went backwards on me. Let me go... Yeah, it went... Yeah, it went backwards. Let me go back to the... T- oh, sorry, guys. Hold on. I don't know, though. Here we go, guys. I'm so sorry. Where were we? Here we go. All right. Um, nope, that's not the question. That's not the question. Oh, here it is. Okay. Made up over a year ago. My husband says to just drop it and that Ann and Beth will warm up when it's close to the due date, but I'm kind of annoyed at both of them because I don't think I did anything wrong. How should I approach this? Now, let's go back to what I said earlier. It's your baby. So if they want to be the godparents and you want to do American Ninja Warrior, Make them run. It's for fun. And who wins, wins. And, you know, it's the most fairest way. Now, if one of your friends is more athletic than the other, then it's probably not the fairest way. We've seen that lady that wasn't in shape. But the baby that rolled out into the middle of the street. Oh, no. And the lady just fell full time. Yeah. So, you know what? I'm going to support this American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Like, obstacle course or test that they got complete. (laughs) Test of strength. Because as the godparent, you may have to save them from rolling out in the street. This lady fell three, four times. We will attach the video. (laughs) It was bad. I need to see if you can survive this because it's the real world out it there. Was bad. So yeah. I'm, a quiz I'm, a quiz ain't I'm enough. Gonna hit you on that. A quiz ain't nah, enough. enough. Let's get the physical. Grab now. the pugil sticks and start. Like remember remember on American Gladiators they had the pugil sticks, you had to knock the other one off the thing. I need yeah, to see survival of the fittest. You got to be in the military mentally. You got to be in there physically. Why why do we get away from the survival of the fittest, Phil? It works in the animal kingdom and not in the human like we need mm-hmm. to see survival of the fittest. Well that's the thing, man. You know, uh, you know, I feel like the Ukrainians 
All these other countries, they've seen war up close, so they understand. Yeah. You got to, it ain't discrimination. You, you gotta got to fight. To, you got to trim your fucking neck. Because <laughs> in right. close combat, what's yeah. the first thing that's going to happen? It's going to grab you by your fucking hand <laughs> just, and get to slamming you around. Just start clapping you so, up. you know, we in America, <laughs> we're a little too relaxed with our universities uh. and all. Everything is discrimination, but in reality, Rest of the world, you got mm-hmm. to be ready, homie. Yeah, and, and you know, in Israel, everybody got to serve in the military. Everybody serves military. Do like I think it's we a year or two. We're too entitled to positions yeah. over here that we think we just get to stand up and go. I should be considered too, and it's like, or you shouldn't. What if my what if my child needs some help? Can you lift the car off of them? What Can you, if like, the no. other army is fast and you yeah. out here big? You know, my so, dad was Air Force 25 years. He had to keep up. He had to run and be a certain weight. So all that fat phobia shit, you can throw out the window. So, there's, there's a standard. I think both of us are on the same page here. What you need to do is go pull up American Gladiators. Let them go through American mm-hmm. Gladiators, which, by the way, have a great documentary on Netflix. I don't know if you watch it. You got to mm-hmm. watch it. But make them go through the Eliminator Challenge. Whoever comes out at the end with the fastest time gets to be the godparent. Got to make it mean something. That's, that's the only thing I can tell you. Forget a quiz and forget their feelings. As your child, you make the decision. But put them, make them go through wipeout. Whoever gets to the end first, you win the prize. That's what it is. Let's do one more question, and then we'll wrap it up here. Oh, this is a good one. I love questions like this, Phil, because these people are... I love crazy people with real questions like this one here. Um, how can I be less critical of my daughter's wussy, Milk toast, dead fish, handshake boyfriends. <laughs> I need an attitude adjustment. My sporty, outdoorsy type A daughter who's in her 30s dates men who are typically wussy, milk toast, dead fish, handshake individuals. She's respectful towards them and doesn't bully them, nor does she mother them, try to change them to improve them. How can I be less critical of her choices and how do I respond tactfully when she asks for my impressions of her boyfriends? Hmm. What do you think? Say this again. Hold on. How can I be less critical of my daughter's wussy, milk toast, dead fish, handshake boyfriends? <laughs> and listen, ain't nothing worse than well, I hate we're going generation to generation. So you got to respect that these they done made you having a firm handshake offensive. Uh huh. She's got a firm handshake. You might be a serial killer. You got a firm handshake. That's toxic masculinity. Well, you know what the problem is? Nobody don't handshake every, anymore. Everybody no. give each other dap or complicated like little handshakes. online and yeah. all that shit. So, you know, yeah, handshake used to be the way of a deal. But now it's online. Put your electronic yeah. signature here. There you go. So the handshake is a dying art form. Certain generations were taught. Your handshake is everything. Yeah. You look a firm handshake. High firm. Yeah, you look a man in his eye, let him know you mean it. But now you're teaching them, you know, this is Me Too generation that, you know, don't be aggressive. Be less aggressive. Uh-huh. Don't handshake. Show all your feelings. So, yeah, and then also he's at an age where that handshake hasn't mattered. You ain't signed a lease and the landlord said, God damn it, you just shook my hand and looked me in the eye, motherfucker. Thought we had an agreement. You ain't bought a you, used car yet. You, you ever shook somebody with a, like, they gave you a, like a limp handshake? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the most disgusting thing? No, I ain't tripping. It might just be, you know, it, it could be any circumstance. It don't quite now what it mean mean what it did then, but like I'm saying, 
you can't really get mad at him. He's living in the society where, like I said, you know, we just spoke on the pandemic. You've been locked in the house for three months. Mm. Or, you know, whatever it was. And, you know, people went to school online. Those kids went to school online. And they're like, now they're not testing well. This is the worst test scores. And you go, you lock yeah, them in the house. Lock them in the house. Years, they don't know about don't tests. do them fucking kids like that. Lock them in and make them do blended learning and say, oh, they're the worst test scores in years. Yes. I, I, ma'am, I think you need to leave your daughter alone. Same and just, thing here. Just look at her and say, that's him? All right, nice to meet you. Just don't or tell him. And, say, and I mean, is, is his dad in his life? I don't know. She didn't say. I don't but know, I don't though. think at some point somebody would have said, hey, son, part of you being a man is... And meaning your word is you handshaking and handshaking firmly. Dog, just avoid all that. Just give hugs. And then you don't got to worry about, like, handshakes. You know, we, we sanitizing hands now. Just give them a hug. Hey, good to see you. All right. Hey, this your guy? Okay, cool. When, when she gets mugged, then she'll learn. When it's time to get mugged, then she'll learn. When her boyfriend takes off and leaves her there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Means that you're a different type of man in your life. But uh, mind your business. Just she's got to learn it the hard way, I think. She's got to get robbed. Get mugged. 12 o'clock in the morning. Some guy pulls out a knife. Honey, we're getting robbed. He runs off and leaves her there. Mm-hmm. Then she'll learn. Maybe I need a different type of man, you know? Mm, you running from a knife? <laughs> I've seen a knife before. I don't know if I'll run from it, you know? But all those, like I said, little traditions are dying. I mean, mm. we live in a modern world, and men have been told not to be men, and yeah. Damn. So, so she she's only with him because he's got ten thousand followers. Got it. Is do you agree with whatever bullshit we're pushing this week? That <sighs> the plant shaking these are all male metrics to measuring each other. Damn. But it's different now. It's no more boxing out for rebounds. That's masculine and toxic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's toxic. Don't hit him. Yeah, don't be getting all up on him like that. Don't hit him. Um, all right, well, dope. Listen, if y'all got any more questions, feel free to send them. I told you where I don't know though pod on Instagram. Uh, follow us both too if you want to. You can follow all our platforms. I'm on Twitter, Avery, the Avery Mason Instagram, Avery Mason Official. Phil's on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, I, I am say, Phil I Hunt. I don't know, though, on all social media. Yeah. And I am Phil Hunt as well. Pull up man. on us, man. We're building something here, bro. TikTok is at I don't know, though. Yeah. Underscore. Pod. So, mm. yeah, we're there. Pull up on us and, and say a word or two. Yeah, we all looking for sponsors, too. Shout out to 1615 Pisco de Peru, because this is hitting. I don't know what this is. Good, good liquor. Good vodka. Va- is it vodka? Because it is a great, vodka. great vodka. It is delicious. Man. And I'm not, we not drunk either. I don't, I'm feeling nice. Not I don't, quite. Not quite. But uh, y'all enjoy the rest of your weekend. New episodes every Tuesday. Like, share, subscribe, and you know what I'm saying? Tell a friend, and, and you come see us. You got any shows coming up next week that you know about? You want to you drop out here? comic strip on the 30th. Might have to pull up on you, comic man. Comic strip on the 30th. Might have to pull up on you. Uh, I got LOL all this week, uh, and I'm still working on some independent stuff uh, for the podcast. So if you guys want us to come to your town or whatever, do a show, hey, hit me up. Let me Hey, come to my town. We'll figure something out. We'll come out there, and we'll put a show on for you, man. Hey. Half car will travel. <laughs> mm. Anyway, bad. I'll see you next week.